The following conversation on the value of listening to connect with Bryn Hazel from the Center for Compassionate Living aired in August 2018 on the Weekly Point, a show that highlights local community members, issues, and events. Other episodes on building and strengthening relationships are available at audio at kpov.org, then access through the Friday Point. Other episodes are available through the Center for Compassionate Living at CompassionateCenter.org. This podcast is a production of KPOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio. Opinions voiced in this podcast are those of the host and the guest and do not represent those of the board, staff, and other volunteers of KPOV. Well, it is the end of August and Bryn Hazel is back. But what are we going to talk about today, Bryn? I, I must comment on that. I want to say, yes, summer, yay, not quite over. And I love living in a place with seasons. So when fall rolls around, like, oh, fall, I'm ready. Just had to throw that in. <laughs> and you do really like fall. <laughs> I, I like the change of seasons. Yeah. I like each new season. I really do. Summer, sad to go, fall. Ah, exciting. <laughs> She's excited. So uh, what are you excited about talking about? Well, I was listening to this fellow the other day, and he was feeling sad um, about not really being able to connect with his adult children and his ex-wife, as it turned out. And so as I was listening to him, I was thinking, I wonder what gets in the way, because he says, you know, they don't tell me what's going on with their lives and so forth. It helps me to think about this in the way of, I know this fellow a bit, and I am wondering that when they start telling him about their lives, if what happens is he starts telling them what they should have done, or evaluating what they did do, or trying to fix what it is that they might be having a problem with. All those things, evaluating what somebody's saying, trying to fix somebody else's stuff, telling them they should have done something differently, sort of judging what they did, they all shut down communication. That People don't feel heard, and then they just stop talking. And then it's sad because he wants connection with his, I'm going to say, let's say adult children. And it could be that parents are so used to telling their kids what to do, even as adults now, that, that they're not really realizing that this is not helpful. If you want to know what's going on in people's lives, judging them and trying to fix them and evaluating their behavior, I don't think is a door opener. I think it's a door closer. Oh, absolutely. And I was kind of the queen of shoulds. Yeah. So when people would have <laughs> issues going on in their lives or they mm -hmm. were unsatisfied with some outcomes, I immediately started telling them what they should do. And I think I've mentioned this before on the show. Usually I had a cigarette, you know, and I would just say, <laughs> you know what you should do. Yeah. But I realized, thank goodness. Yeah. I mean, it was, I hope our listeners learn it a little sooner than I did, that um, telling people what they should do, even though my intentions were so good, because yes. I wanted to help. Of course you did. And that again, you know, like that's we've talked about before, a lot of the ways that we have learned to speak, or in this case, listen or not listen, it's the only way we know. So we keep trying it. And even though we can see that it's not really helpful, that when we should on each other, mm -hmm. <laughs> that it sort of shuts each other down. And it, and uh, if you're shooting on me telling me what I should do, what I realize is, and what's more helpful is, if you say to me, well, how do you feel about that? How, now that that's all happened, what do you think would be helpful? 
that's so respectful of me rather than you telling me what I should be doing. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? So my question is, is one, you're suggesting that if someone's telling me about something, that first I listen. Yes. That I just listen, that I don't need to fix it, even if they're very unhappy, if they're crying and we want to comfort them, or they're really angry and we want to take their side, that, that first what we need to do is stop and listen. Yeah. And then when they take a breath, maybe they might say to us, what do you think I need to do about this? Or maybe we offer that. Or maybe we say, if they say, well, what do you think I should do about this? I might say, well, let me make sure that I'm clear about what happened. It sounds like blah, 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 blah. Is that right? Because I want people to hear themselves because they really, each of us, not always, but the first place to go for what should I do about this is to the person who is dealing with it. And it's not that we can't help each other. I think hearing ourselves speak, and especially having somebody acknowledge it, maybe say it back, just acknowledge what they're hearing, sometimes that's really what we want. We want to then just think about that. We want some space. We don't need somebody to fix us right now. You might be trained to it. Does that? Yeah, yeah. what comes to mind is Mm -hmm. you're talking about maybe reflecting back. That's Mm -hmm. the term a lot of people use. Or saying back what you think you heard. So this is what's going on here. I mean, we look in a mirror to make sure that things are in order in how we present ourselves. And maybe other people can be a mirror to us if they reflect back to us what they heard us say. Because we can say, that's that's exactly it. Or, no, no, I didn't feel that way. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. And then exactly. we come to clarification, yes. which uh, sets up the platform for us to maybe come to an action that might help us deal with it. That's what you're talking about. Yes. And I just think it is such a, when you say we want to contribute, we want to help this person because they're in pain. I agree. And what I've come to believe is that the best thing I can do is listen. That's how I can help is to give that space to just sit and to listen and to try to understand. And that is such an unusual gift in our culture, in my experience, so I'll tell somebody something that's going on. And it's not even a struggle or something. It's like, oh, I just went on a great trip. And I went down to Yosemite and I had a wonderful time. And it's like, and then the person will come back and say, oh, I went to Yosemite. I remember in 1964, I went to Yosemite and our whole family, blah, 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 blah. And that is interesting, too. But what just happened is I wanted to tell you my Yosemite story. <laughs> and it got that my story thing just took it away. So it's just kind of having an awareness again. Both of us having our Yosemite stories, that can be connecting. What I want to first do, though, is go, did I listen to the person who obviously has something to share? And then after I listen, maybe then I can share my Yosemite story. Yeah, and we can learn how to do that. Yes, if we can. It's, it's awareness and and just awareness about it and then stopping old habits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, stopping old habits. Mm-hmm. And and I also have discovered that listening is a gift to other people, but it's also a gift to me. 
Yeah. Because, because it entertains me. It's more connecting. You get more new information. It's relaxing, like you were saying, because you don't have to fix somebody. You can just, ah, okay, this isn't mine. I'm just, my job is to hear, is to listen, to understand, is to honor this person with my listening presence. That's the gift. And also, as you, you did, you're right. You just went to Yosemite <laughs> um, in May. And, um, and I know that when you were drawing the scenarios, I was there with you. It was a sharing opportunity. It was beautiful. So why don't people listen more? Habit. I just think, again, you, as you said, you want to help. You know, and so when somebody, in this case, as you were saying, when somebody's struggling with something, that's what we've learned. We've learned to fix or to correct their thinking or to say how the other person might have been feeling about it and all those things. But the person who doesn't get hurt is the person sitting right there and because this is the this is the, what I teach and what I spend a lot of time doing, I see over and over and over again what a gift it is just for somebody to stop, maybe even put your hand over your mouth and focus on, I really want to hear what this person has to say. That is my only intention right now is to try to understand what's going on for them. And so that's your assignment for the month of August. No, September. Actually, September. September. Yes, it is going to be September soon, and we'll talk more about the benefits of listening health-wise, and on ways that you can build your sense of connection with other people by not telling them what they need to do, but by listening as they discover their own solutions. Thanks, Bryn. Yeah, thanks, Carolyn. And I just want to say CompassionateCenter.org. Get more information about nonviolent communication or compassionate communication. And it's a great way to practice. Thank you.